You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 202. We're continuing in the book of Hosea, and we recall that the Lord asked Hosea, the prophet, to marry a prostitute because it was a symbol of how God felt about Israel. And so, well, Hosea did that, and he married a prostitute named Gomer, and she has been unfaithful to Hosea, exactly as the Lord said she would. But again, this is all symbolic of Israel. So Hosea buys her back from slavery and tells her that she needs to live at home with him, and she is not allowed to have any more sex, even with him. And the whole point of this is that these were the sins that she enjoyed. So in the same way, the Lord is going to hurt Israel in a bad way. And all the things that Israel enjoyed, like comfort and even the ability to worship God, will be taken away. Yes, you heard that right. It is a privilege to serve the Lord. Now, that may not sound like much of a privilege, to some people, but in times of trouble, people wish they can do something to earn the Lord's favor. We're also continuing in the book of Romans. Speaking of slavery, Paul is now talking about slavery, but more in a symbolic way, where people are a slave to their sin, to their desire. And even after becoming a Christian, they are still slaves, but this time, They're slaves to God. So no matter what, you have to bow down to someone, either God or your own desires. The big difference is that sin will earn you death, but serving God will earn you life. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Hosea chapter 3. Hosea buys Gomer back from slavery. Then the Lord said to me, Your wife has a lover and has been unfaithful to you. You must go and show your love to her again, because it is an example of the Lord's love for Israel. He continues to love them, even though they have turned to other gods and love the raisin cakes offered to them. So I bought her back for 15 pieces of silver and 150 kilograms of barley. And then I told her, You must stay at home with me now and stop living like a prostitute. You will not have sex with anyone, not even me, for a long time. In the same way, people of Israel will have to live a long time without the things that have made them unfaithful. They will not have their own king or leader, They will be without sacrifices, sacred stones, ephods, or idols. But after that, the people of Israel will come back 
and want to serve the Lord their God and the king from David's family. One day, they will come to the Lord with fear and trembling and enjoy the good life he has for them. People of Israel, listen to the Lord's message. The Lord has a complaint to bring against you people who live in this land. No one in this land is dependable or loyal. No one really knows God. Broken promises, lying, killing, stealing, and adultery are everywhere. You murder one person after another. So, your land is drying up, and all its people are dying. Even the wild animals, the birds of the sky, and the fish in the sea are disappearing. Don't look for someone else to accuse or blame. Priests, my complaint is against you. You will stumble and fall in the daytime, and at night the prophets will fall with you. I also will destroy your mother Israel. My people are being destroyed because they do not know me. You priests have refused to teach about me, so I refuse to let you be my priests. You have rejected the law of your God, so I will reject your sons. The more you priests grew in number and power, the more you sinned against me, so I will change your honor to shame. The people's offerings for sin provide food for the priests, so the priests are eager for the people to sin. The priests are as bad as the people, so I will punish them all for the way they live. I will pay them back for the evil they do. They will eat, but never be satisfied. They will have sex with anyone who will pay them, but they will still have no children because they have left the Lord. They have been unfaithful to me, my people drink too much wine, and it ruins their ability to think clearly. They ask idols made of wood for advice. They think a stick of wood will tell them what to do. Like a woman who has left her husband for other lovers, they have left their own god for other gods. They make sacrifices on the tops of the mountains and burn incense on the hills under oak, poplar, and elm trees. The shade under those trees is nice, so your own daughters sell themselves there for sex, and your daughters-in-law are unfaithful to their husbands. But I will not punish your daughters for being prostitutes or your daughters-in-law for being unfaithful. Why should I punish them? You men have sex with prostitutes, and you join them in offering sacrifices to false gods. This is how a foolish nation destroys itself. Israel, you're as unfaithful as a prostitute. May Judah never be guilty of doing what you have done. Uh, my people, don't worship at Gilgal and stay away from Beth-Avon. Don't make promises there using the Lord's name. Israel is as stubborn as a young cow. How can the Lord feed them like lambs in a meadow? The people of Israel have given themselves to idols, so leave them alone. When they have drunk all their wine, they go looking for prostitutes. 
The way they live is shameful. But they love it too much to change. They've been caught up in a whirlwind, and their worship of idols will bring them only shame. Romans chapter 6, verse 15 to chapter 7, verse 6. Slaves to what is right. So what should we do? Should we sin because we are under grace and not under law? Certainly not. Surely you know that you become the slaves of whatever you give yourselves to. Anything or anyone you obey will be your master. You can follow sin or you can obey God. Following sin will bring spiritual death. But obeying God will lead to being right with Him. In the past, you were slaves to sin. Sin controlled you. But thank God you willingly obeyed all the teachings He led you to learn. You were made free from sin, and now you are slaves to what is right. I use this example from everyday life, because you need help in understanding this spiritual truth. In the past, you offered the parts of your body as slaves to your immoral, and evil thoughts. The result was that you lived only for what was evil. In the same way, you must now offer yourselves as slaves to what is right. Then you will live only for God. In the past, you were slaves to sin, and you did not even think about doing right. You did evil things, and now you are ashamed of what you did. Did those things make your life better? No, they only brought you death. But now you are free from sin. You have become slaves of God. And the result is that you live only for God. This will bring you eternal life. When people sin, they earn what sin pays, death. But God gives his people a free gift, eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Brothers and sisters, you all know something about the law. So surely you know that the law rules over people only while they are alive. That's like what the law says about marriage. A woman must stay married to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is made free from the law of marriage. If she marries another man while her husband is still alive, the law says she is guilty of adultery. But if her husband dies, she is made free from the law of marriage. So if she marries another man after her husband dies, she is not guilty of adultery. In the same way, my brothers and sisters, your old selves died and you became free from the law through the body of Christ. Now you belong to him, the one who was raised from death. We all belong to him so that we could be used in service to God. In the past, we were ruled by our sinful selves. The law made us want to do sinful things and those sinful desires controlled our bodies. So what we did only brought us death. In the past, the law held us as prisoners, but our old selves died, and we were made free from the law. So we no longer serve God in the old way with the written rules. Now we serve God in the new way with the Spirit. Psalm chapter 88, verses 1 through 9. A psalm, a psalm from the Korofam for the music director, about a painful sickness, a mascal of Haman, the Ezraite. Lord God, you are my savior. I have been praying to you day and night. Please pay attention to my prayers. Listen to my prayers for mercy. 
My life is full of troubles. I am ready to die. People already treat me like a dead man, like someone too weak to live. Look for me among the dead, like a body in the grave. I am one of those you have forgotten, cut off from you and your care. You put me in that hole in the ground. Yes, you put me in that dark place. Your anger presses down on me like a heavy weight, like one wave after another pounding against me. Salah, you made my friends leave. They all avoid me like someone no one wants to touch. Like a prisoner in my house, I cannot go out. My eyes hurt from crying. Every day, Lord, I beg you for help. I lift my arms in prayer to you. Thank you, everyone. That was day 202. Join us for day 203. We're continuing in the book of Hosea. And in chapter 6, we hear about God's people expecting the Lord's blessing. And God replies to the people and explains in great detail his feelings for them, his anger, but also his love for them. As he says, I have often wanted to bring back the good times for my people. And in Romans chapter 7, Paul explains the war raging inside us and differentiates sin from the law. That there are two different things, but how we battle with wanting to be spiritual, yet we are human. And how even himself, knowing what he wants to do, somehow still sins, except for the part of him that is spiritual. But then he explains how we can be saved from our sinful bodies. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.